tribulation, no more struggle, no more challenges, no more battle, because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. face of your weddings, parties, family and social gatherings or any form of event with services from Jace Cakes and Floral Institute your number one one stop shop in the provision of catering services decor and event management Jace Cakes and Floral Institute also caters for your child's future career with an excellent teaching and practical training in cake techniques decor, floral arrangement, bridal makeup and event management with an SHS or JHS qualification you can enroll at Jace Case and Flora Institute for a successful career in the culinary art industry, leading to an MVTI certificate upon completion. Locate Jace Cakes and Flora Institute at Adringano School Junction. You can also call for your special orders and inquiries on 0208-888-044 and on the World Wide Web on www.jscakesinstitute.com. Jace Cakes and Flora Institute, your place of excellence and and now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for how far you have brought us on this journey of life. For if it has not been for you, we would have been consumed by now. We therefore ask the Lord you take over absolutely our lives. Stir us in the direction and the cause for which you made us to become. And let our life, O oh God, be a blessing to you. We submit to you this morning that touch us through your word. And let us be revived and move on to do what you have called us to do. Holy Spirit, I set myself apart that you may speak your word in season. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you touch this is for clear of mine. And bring out your word to touch our lives. In Jesus name I call it an amen. Well I'm doing a message today. On um, what I've just titled. Winning your battles through praise. Open your Bibles with me to the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I'm reading from the verse number one. It actually reveals the story or the challenge that Israel went through when they were besieged from every side in the days of King Jehoshaphat and what they did to be able to overcome that battle or that challenge. He said, it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them beside the Ammonite came to battle against Jehoshaphat. And some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. And they are in Azazon Tamar, which is Enjida. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. 
Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel? And gave it to the descendant of Abraham, your friend, forever. And dwell in it. And I built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple. And cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now, here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Now all Judah with their little ones, their wives, and their children stood before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat, that says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor be dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeriel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohites and of the children of the Kohites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Takua. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord, and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying praise the lord for his mercy endures forever now when they began to sing and to praise the lord set ambushes against the people of ammon moab and mount seir who had come against judah and they were defeated for the people of ammon and moab stood up against the inhabitants of mount seir to utterly kill and destroy them and when they had made an end of the inhabitants of seir 
they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and they were their dead bodies falling on the earth. No one had escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were there three days gathering the spoil, because there was so much. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that place was called the Valley of Baraka until this day. Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them, to go back to Jerusalem with joy. For the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. For they came to Jerusalem with string instruments and harps and trumpets to the house of the Lord. And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. Can I hear an amen? Amen. When we study this scripture carefully, we realize that it is an everyday thing that can happen to everybody. We all have different battles on different levels. Amen. The battle I will fight will not be the same battle that you are going to fight. Amen. And sometimes our challenges are also not the same. We all have different challenges based on different situations at different times. But whichever challenge or situation that comes to you, there is always a strategy to be able to deal with it and to overcome it. Sometimes when you don't know what to do in the midst of a situation, you panic. And when you panic and you don't take time, you do something that you are not ready or prepared to do. Bible talks about Saul who received specific instructions from the mouth of prophet Samuel to wait for him. That he is coming at a certain time to establish and to confirm his calling. But because he saw that the people that he needed to support him, to stand with him, were afraid and they were leaving him. And he saw the Philistines advancing. According to 1 Samuel chapter 13, the Bible said that he feared. And because of that, he forced himself to perform a role that he was not called to perform. So when someone came, he said, why did you do this? He said, because when I saw that you were not coming and you were delaying, and the people who were with me were all scattering, I forced myself and offered a sacrifice. Sometimes, it is not that we have to do it, but we are forced to the wall. We are pushed to the wall so much that we sometimes don't have a way of escape. And sometimes, in our quest to also save ourselves, or to defend ourselves, we end up doing something that sometimes we don't even want to do. I was walking somewhere, and with my interaction with the Holy Spirit, I met a young lady walking out of a place and was going. Then the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me. When I looked at a young lady walking briskly with a politin bag and walking around, then the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me. He said, he said need makes people to do things that they are not ready to do. I don't know what a lady is doing or whatever I say, but he said, need makes people to do things that they are not ready to do. And he said, son, it's not every, that is why you don't need to condemn anyone who is a prostitute or whatever. He said, because sometimes out of desperation and need, people go ahead to do things that are not dignified just because they cannot withstand the pressure and the challenges that they go through. When the Lord lifts you to a level you have to understand that the level where you are, where you left, somebody has also got in there. 
Don't forget that. Most times the challenge we face is that we easily forget where God picked us from. One of the things that I consistently remind myself of is where the Lord took me from. It always humbles me and gives me a clue as to what to do. I am very focused. I am very determined. As a young guy who is going somewhere, even when I was not at this age, not because when I became a pastor before I am, but even if you find out from my area, they will tell you, came back from a family that has nothing, but in the midst of all the challenges in the area of educational challenge, that people cannot take care of their children. The only best thing you can do is to work at the beaches and join the fishermen and do everything. Or if you even do go, go to school, your parents will not know if you are first or you are last. They just don't know. You just went to school. Amen. If you give them your terminal report, they cannot even read to know whether you did well or you did what. And they cannot even encourage you or pat you at the back. In the midst of all of that, I have a focus and a determination that I want to push through to get something done. And it has been a focus and a direction. But in the midst of all of that, I still see is where God picked me from. And so it is critical for you to realize that our situation sometimes can situate us in a thing that it is not that we want to do it, but it makes us to compromise our dignity. Tell somebody, winning your battles through praise. Tell a person, winning your battles through praise. If you will sit down and share what you go through with someone, the person will come to appreciate that you have not gotten this far by yourself. But you got this far by the grace of God. So it says that if the Lord has not been for us, where would we have been? It is important for us to know that by the grace of God, we overcome each hurdle at a time. It is not by our strength. It is not by our might. Even those that say they don't believe in God, they have to understand that it is not by their efforts. There is a force behind which they have not denied. That force behind for which they don't want to accept is what that which saves them and delivers them. Because God is so compassionate that he doesn't even care whether you are saved or you are not saved. He still finds a way out of something to still find a way to get you out of the situation. I was flying on B and I was I like always to save some coins or some money to give to charity you know they have what they do to bless needy children so on the flight when they give you all your kids you tear it apart there is an envelope in it which will tell you that you can donate to charity works in Africa and they would always whether you are landing or whatever, they will show a short video for you to see what they use the money for. And already, I've already saved it from my hotel. This is a, it's a nature, it's a custom, it's something I do. Anywhere I go, anytime I travel out, I save some money and just put it in the envelope and just drop it because I know it will touch somebody somewhere. It's something that I do. Giving is not a challenge, I just do it. So when I sat in there, and they were showing, they showed a naughty part of Ghana. And there was this young boy, Muhammad by name, if I remember very well. And this boy from where he was, in that remotest part, farming and struggling with his life. And the crew were able to discover him, though they were taking care of a whole school and taking care, but they discovered this boy more and helping him to put him in school and to make him happy. 
Then I said to myself, what will he have been if these people have not discovered this child? Hello? Are you here? This boy right from his birth has a deficit. He's fighting from a background that he has no clue of. He's inherited a battle he's not ready for. So if there was no help, what would he have done? There are people today who are in prostitution. I'm not saying it's justifiable. Don't get me wrong. Don't go and quote me wrongly. But they are in it not because they wanted to be in it. But they are in it that the whole family depends upon them. And if they don't go and come, they will not eat. It's a battle. Tell somebody it's a battle. Tell another person it's a battle. So the issue here is that do you destroy yourself because you want to save somebody? That is the question. Do you steal because you don't have to eat? You don't have something to eat? Do you push drugs because the situation is so challenging that you need to survive to do something? Hello, are you there with me? It is important for us to know that whether you like it or not, no matter your age, your culture, your race, your whatever, we all face challenges. Challenges are natural to human existence. Tell somebody, challenges are natural to human existence. Tell the person, challenges are natural to human existence. So what I'm driving home is that challenges are everywhere and everybody faces a challenge. Whether you are rich, whether you are poor, or whether you are in a developed country or you are in a, and, and a developing country or developed, whatever, wherever you find yourself, you have a challenge. In the advanced world, there are challenges. In the less advanced world, there are challenges. So challenges abound everywhere. Challenges abounds where. So it is not only of the challenge, but how you deal with the challenge. You see, it is not what you go through, but how you handle what you go through. How you handle what you go through will either make you a better person or a bitter person. Write it down. What you go through at the end of the day can either make you a better person or a bitter person. But as to ask for the fact of going through, you go through something. Tell somebody you go through. <laughs> Tell a person you go through. You, you, you cannot escape going through anything in life. Because you see, what we go through in life, which we call adversity, is the marking paper for our examination promotion of life. The challenges, the troubles and everything is there for us to be strong and to be equipped and be better. The kind of adversities you go through and how you overcome them is what determines your dispositions in life and how strong and courageous you become. Show me a man and I'll show you a man who has gone through things and is not broken but he's still standing and he can be able to encourage others. You can never overcome life and you can never celebrate life until you have paid a price to go through it. Tap somebody and tell the person you will win your battles through praise. Huh? 
So battles are natural. If you fast, you pray, you bind demons, you cast them out, you will still have a battle. <laughs> That's how you still have a battle. <laughs> so, so the issue is not about a battle, but the issue is that how do I handle my battles when they come? Do I run away? Do I compromise? Or do I face it? How do I perceive that battle? Is it for my distraction? Or is it for my good? I tell people that we can quote Daniel today, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego today, because they went through their battles. And today it becomes a reference point for us to say that the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But the question is, if you were you, will you have agreed to go through that test <laughs> so that somebody can quote you? Hello. Like the time they even carried and said, Nebu, I've changed my mind. I said it, but this one, I've changed it. Because I thought you were joking. Oh, you kid. I thought you were joking. Oh, I didn't know you were serious. Ah, for this fire. Today, Christian, oh, Ah, you should leave the fried rice and the jollof and everything. He said, life is sweet. He said, because he saw that the people who carried, even those who were carrying him, the heat alone slew them. Ah, he would change his mind. But they went through it. And the fourth man appeared. David can say, here do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I fear no evil. We caught it as easily as it is. And we are looking for the mountain top blessings. But around that time, that short phrase of you reading and saying, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil. Was almost about 15 to 20 years of the struggle of the, of the young boy called David. Immediately the anointing came upon his life. He was being persecuted. He came face to face with death on several occasions. The people he loved, the people who was protected were people who were seeking for his life. But he said it so short and brief. And so you read it and you think, oh, I'm going through the shallow of the valley of death. I will fear no evil. But if you were with David there, you would know that Charlie, the guy. <laughs> He's trying to be strong, but he's weak. Moses faced it. Jesus went through it. We call it the hour of the passion. He went through it. He has to cry. Say, God, Father, take away this cup. But not as I will, but let your will be done. He was not bitter that the Father has forsaken him. He was better. The problem with a lot of us is that we think life will always be rosy. And we think all the time people will love us. We cannot stand when people leave us. And we cannot stand when people hate us. But we forget that they are all process of shaping us and molding us. When you pray for God to give you patience, God will try your heart. Because patience is a virtue. It's a fruit. And for you to bear the fruit of patience, you need to go through something. Somebody has to get you angry and see how you manage it. If you talk of love, love will be stretched. You'll be hurt by love. 
and out of the heart of love, your love will be tested. How deep and how wide and how depth is your love? Love is not superficial. Love is a virtue. Can you pay the price for it? Tell the person, we need your battles to praise. If you have never been in luck before, you will not appreciate resources. Write it down. If you have never been in luck before, you will not appreciate resources. That is why children who are born with everything at their disposal doesn't really understand life. Sometimes there is a way you have to have some withdrawal symptoms for the person. So that the children can feel it a little. And be able to appreciate that, hey, life is not always there like that. There comes a time that you can have money and still it's not your money. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? If you have never been a CEO before, don't criticize a CEO. It is very easy to work and work for your salary at the end of the month. It's another thing to find out how did they get the money to pay me. Nobody thinks about that. The worker has never thought about how. So, so in all of this, how do my boss pay me? Because there is no money. A child doesn't sit down a day to think, how do my parents survive? Because they pay my fees. They fuel the car. They give me snacks to school. But they have never sat down to think, where did they get the money from? It is only the parent that can tell their story better. So what am I, what picture am I painting? All that I'm trying to say is that I just want you to know that stop complaining because there are battles everywhere. The earlier you accept, embrace yourself for it and find a way to do, deal with it, you will break and give up. People die because they are not ready. They never expected they will go through anything. People commit suicide. People give up easily because they thought everything would be alright. Check through the lives of great men who have made it and let them tell you of all the battles they have faced and they still conquered and survived because they have a certain disposition and an attitude to go through whatever because they welcome the challenges as what a blessing and not a case. If there was no height, a lift would not be discovered. Creativity comes from the mind of engagement. If God was not confronted with darkness and a chaotic world, he wouldn't have created a perfect world. Have you ever thought of that? Today we boast of the advanced world. If they never faced challenges, they wouldn't have created the order and the world they have now. Out of the ashes they build and they build something better than what was destroyed. Can you rise up from your ashes and build something better for your life? Or you sit there and be complaining. And have challenge. Everything around you stinks. Everything is a problem. That is why sometimes in Africa we bind demons who doesn't even exist. I'm a man of God. I enter in some places and I feel sad for our Christian brothers. The body of Christ has a serious problem. Because the ignorance level is too much. And yet we are raising people into the world to influence. And we can't tell you that sometimes... The problems you face is not a demon. Can I be real to you? But it is to change something about your attitude. And to cause you to rise to take certain things. Because 
give me a break. If Gideon was not attacked, Israel was not attacked, will Gideon go and hide in a wine press, threshing wheat for him to rise up and become a deliverer of Israel? If Goliath have not appeared on the battlefield, for everybody running away for David to be there, do you, do you think David would have been discovered that he has a potential apart from playing the strings that he can kill a Goliath? Tell me. If it's a, a today believer, we are not standing there. We cast you down. We cast you down. We cast you down. We die things that are not diable. So we are not trying to be creative. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.